Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. It's great to have you with us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show. Just a single story long, just a few minutes long in case you've only got a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with a great story. And we've got one for you today. We drop a few of these bites each week in preparation for our Thursday episode drop. That's our hour-long episode filled with stories for you and your family, stories of all kinds from all kinds of tellers. And this Thursday, we're going to be delighted to bring you Kim Whitecamp, the wonderful storyteller and musician. She's uh, She was recorded right here in the Appleseed studio telling a story called The Lap, a story for anyone who needs to know that they're loved no matter what, right? And the story's coming up on Thursday, and you're not going to want to miss it. In the meantime, we've got a great story for you today. I'm thrilled to be joined in the studio by Lacey Ivey, one of our assistant producers. Lacey, great to have you with me. Good to be here. And tell us what we're going to hear now. Today we're going to be listening to a story from Ed Stivender, who tells a lot of classic stories, and he's telling one today called The Wise One, which is just an overall fun story of, you know, learning how to be wise and what kind of wisdom is best. Is it best to be strong? Is it best to be clever? Or is it best to, to be kind? You know, this is one of the first stories I ever heard Ed tell. He knows how much I love it. And I'm thrilled that we're going to listen to it today. There, there are lessons to be learned in stories like these, right? And we'll talk about that uh, after the story. Here's The Wise One from Ed Stivender here on The Appleseed. Once, in the land of Canafloria, there lived a man who was so wise, no one really knew how wise he was. He was also very old. In fact, he was so old that no one could remember his name, and so they called him the Wise One. The Wise One lived a modest life in a secluded cottage in the middle of a dense forest. There he nourished himself on wild berries and nuts, and spent long hours conversing with the forest animals and meditating deeply. Although the hut was secluded, it lay not far from the road that connected the capital city of Canafloria with the city of trade. This was obviously an important road because it carried many cart drivers and merchants and all of the travelers between the two cities. One morning when the first cart driver had come halfway to the city of trade, he came upon a giant who barred the path and said, You shall not pass until you fight me. Choose any weapon you like, and I will more than match you. Now this cart driver was no warrior, so he turned his cart around and sped back to the capital city, warning all of the other cart drivers as he went. Word of this reached the president of Canafloria, and he called his advisors, his council of three, together. What shall we do about this giant? The first advisor spoke. The continuance and viability of the state of Canafloria is threatened. We must stop this giant. Let us send the Master of Clubs. And so it was agreed. The next morning the Master of Clubs came to the place where the giant stood. You shall not pass until you fight me. Choose any weapon you like and I will more than match you. I choose clubs, said the Master of Clubs and raised his heavy oaken club. But no sooner had he done so when there appeared in the hands of the giant a club 
more oaken and more powerful than that in the hands of the master. And in a few moments, the master of clubs was utterly defeated. Word of this reached the president of Canaflori, and he called his advisors together. What shall we do in this matter? The second advisor spoke. Mr. President, the people of Canafloria have a right to travel where they wish. We must stop this giant. Send out the master of swords. And so it was agreed. The next morning the master of swords came to the place where the giant stood. You shall not pass until you fight me. Choose any weapon you like and I will more than match you. I choose swords, said the master of swords and raised his stainless steel, highly polished, very sharp sword. But no sooner had he done so, when there appeared in the hands of the giant a sword more stainless, more highly polished, and more powerful than that in the hands of the master. And in a few moments the master of swords was defeated utterly. Word of this reached the president. He called his council together. What shall we do in this matter? The third advisor spoke. Mr. President, the sovereignty, the right to exist of the state of Canafloria has never been so threatened. Therefore, we must send out our most powerful warrior, send the Master of Fire. The next morning, the Master of Fire reached the place where the giant stood. You shall not pass until you fight me. Choose any weapon you like, and I will more than match you. I choose fire, said the Master began to throw lit torches at the giant almost faster than the eye could see. But the giant took the torches and threw them back, burning hotter and faster than before, and in a few moments the master of fire was utterly defeated. Word of this got back to the president of Canafloria. He called his advisors and said, We have sent out our greatest warriors, and still the giant bars the path. Can you think of no better idea? The wife of the president of Canafloria was sitting at the table with them, and she said, Why not send the wise one? What could the wise one do when our greatest warriors have been defeated? But since no one had a better idea, he sent a delegation to the wise one who listened and told them, I will see what can be done. Go back to your homes. The next morning, the wise one started out towards the road between the two cities. On the way, he stopped at a farm and borrowed a cart and a cow to pull it. Traveling in this fashion, he reached the place where the giant stood. You shall not pass until you fight me. Choose any weapon you like, and I will more than match you. Oh, said the wise one, I shall have to think about this. And he sat down upon the ground to ponder. No sooner had he done so when the giant too sat down upon the ground to think. But since he had nothing to think about, it did not do him any good. Besides, it was a very hot day, and soon the giant became very uncomfortable. After a while, it came time for the cow to be milked. The wise one went to the cart, took a bucket, and crouched beneath the cow. When the bucket was full, he dipped a cup into the milk and took a long, deep drink. The giant looked on longingly. Oh, could it be that you are thirsty? I admit that I am. The wise one dipped the cup into the milk and raised it to the giant. Please accept this simple gift from your humble friend. 
Suddenly the giant jumped up and said, Oh no, I see what you are trying to do. You are trying to kill me with kindness. Well, it will not work. I'll show you. And with that, the giant disappeared down the road and in a few moments came back bearing in his arms fresh brown baked bread, nuts, fruit, vegetables, tofu, yogurt, all of the kinds of things that someone like the wise one would like to eat. The wise one sat down to a sumptuous feast. When he had eaten his fill, and perhaps a little more, he said, I should like to tell you about myself. Although I make no claims, they call me the wise one. I live not far from here, in a secluded cottage. Well, said the giant, I shall tell you more about me than you have told me about you. I have no name, for I was born of the union of the wind and a curved mirror. I have no power except that which my opponent chooses for me. Oh, I had thought as much, said the wise one. But it is getting late, and I must get to the city of trade before dark. May I give you a ride to a place of rest? Will you never finish with your trickery? I will show you once and for all. And with that, he picked up the wise one and the cart and the cow and ran like the wind all the way to the city of trade. He put down the wise one and the cart and the cow and said, I hope you have learned your lesson. Oh, yes, I have, said the wise one. And thank you. No, thank you very, very much. And with that, the giant disappeared down the road. The wise one went into the city of trade, and there he explained the nature of the giant to the people and how they should treat him. And from that day forward, for as long as the giant lived, anyone traveling between the city of trade and the capital city had only to travel halfway, because the giant would carry them the rest. <laughs> <laughs> the Wise One, that wonderful story told for you by Ed Stivender. And it's such a pleasure to bring you that story. And I'm listening to it, of course, not only with you, but with one of our assistant producers, Lacey Ivy. Lacey, thanks for bringing a favorite to the Appleseed today. Of course. It's a great one. It is. And as you listen to this story, and you talked a little bit about this before we even began listening, but, but uh, where does this story take you? This actually brought up a memory that I haven't thought about for several years. I remember when I was 12 years old, I had to go on this week-long camp trip with some other girls that lived around me in my neighborhood. And it was something that we just did every year. And so we went on this camping trip. And every night before we went to sleep, we would sit around the fire and we'd play a game. And we played this one game where one person had to go sit in the cabin and everyone else would explain the rules of the game, and that person would come out of the cabin and then have to, like, figure out what was going on. And they called it the Adams Family, <laughs> where you'd sit, and they would sing their little Adams Family intro song, and then they said, all right, we want you to entertain us, and you have to make us clap. And they didn't tell me how to do it. I just kind of sat there, and I thought of everything I could. I started dancing around the fire, and I was jumping up on benches. I was singing random songs. And they just kept repeating everything I did. And I was so confused. I didn't know how to make them clap. And I don't know if I want to admit how long it took me to figure out that all I had to do was clap my hands. And they would clap their hands because they were just copying me. 
<laughs> and it was one of those games. It, I it was. I know those camp games. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea what was going on, but it was my first year. They thought it would be funny, and it it, it is now looking back. But I felt <laughs> so silly in the moment. And this story it brought that to mind, and I thought about why I remembered it. It just seemed so ridiculous but and I often think of how many times I struggle today with overcomplicating things and <laughs> maybe doing a little more work than I really have to you know things sure. don't always have to be that hard I think about this story from Ed Stivender and there are all kinds of things to think about you know certainly uh, you could think about the golden rule doing unto others as you would have them do unto you and 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 there's also you know in in my more thoughtful moments with a story like this, I think, oh, oh, yeah, good heavens, the 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 enemy has the weapons that I have given to the enemy. You know, I mm-hmm. it's it, and that sometimes takes me in my head to this place where I'm kind of thinking about the things that I think the world is out to do to me that I'm really just doing to myself. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I think that all the time. <laughs> well, it's fun to hear your camp memory. You know, you never know what's going to bring on a memory and you never know what memory it's going to bring on. It's been a pleasure to chat about this story, this Ed Stivender tale, The Wise One. Join us particularly on Thursday as we drop for you an episode with that Kim White Camp story, The Lap. You're going to love that story, as well as some of the other things we'll bring you in that full hour-long episode of the show. Thanks for joining us on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us for a bite! Brought to you by The Appleseed.